Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks, and this is a podcast to help incredible men overcome nice guy syndrome. If you're wondering who the heck I am and why I care so much, I am a life coach for men. And nice guy syndrome is a pattern that I have seen so many of my clients stuck in. On the other side of nice guy syndrome is the experience of sovereignty and freedom and the ability to make decisions that really work for you and a smoother experience of your whole life. On the other side of nice guy syndrome is you as your authentic self. And that's why we gather here every week to help you chip away at these ingrained patterns that are keeping you stuck in beliefs that simply are not true. So I'm very happy that you are here today. Thank you so much for joining. Let's kick things off. Today's podcast is called, What Do You Want? The reason being, overcoming nice guy syndrome involves three key steps. The first is figuring out what the hell you want. The second is saying no when you mean no. And the third is building yourself up. We are going to focus today on that first one, figuring out what it is you actually want. And I want to start with why this is even important. Your wants are your life force. The wants that we have, that we hold dear, that are true for us are like little points on the map that lead toward our, call it destiny, call it true self, call it aligned life, call it authenticity. But the things that we truly want exist to guide us in the direction that's a great fit for who we truly are. And so when we cut off our access to them, we're cutting off the ability to connect with our authenticity. And the reason I also really wanted to talk today about figuring out what you want is because when I ask a client who happens to have nice guy syndrome, when I ask him, what is it you want here? Whether it's in a specific scenario or in life in general, that question brings up all of the big fears of the nice guy. The fear that he is going to be selfish, the fear that he's going to get something wrong, the fear that if he makes a decision that's right for him, that that could risk his social belonging in the group. These are the biggest hangups that hold nice guys back. And in case you're not really sure if nice guy syndrome is what's coming up for you, here's the real definition of it. Nice guy syndrome is the worldview that goes like this. If I'm nice and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to have my needs met without having to ask. So nice guys exist in a transactional relationship with other people in their life and with the world. Other people represent validation opportunities. Other people represent belonging. And as long as the nice guy is agreeable and friendly 
and appeases everyone around him, he believes he deserves and is entitled to receiving the validation and having others make him feel good about himself. Naturally, when we hear this, it makes sense that if the nice guy was deeply in touch with what he wanted in life, that that could risk this fragile sense of his standing in the world. Because let's say what he truly wanted was at odds with other people in his industry, his partner, social circles. He makes decisions in order to keep himself safe in all of those spaces. And so to connect what to what he truly wants can feel like a risk to that safety. We can't talk about connecting to what you truly want without naming the fear that nice guys have of getting it wrong. As if knowing, hey, here's what I want, if that has any negative effects on them, they will beat themselves up for having gotten it wrong. When we have a fear of getting it wrong, it keeps us stuck in place. It keeps us stuck in careers that aren't a good fit. It keeps us stuck in relationships that aren't a good fit. And so in order to actually connect with what you want, you have to face the feeling. You have to face the fear of getting it wrong. And what I often tell nice guys in this situation is you're 100% in this life, especially if you aspire to live an authentic life, you're 100% going to make decisions that have negative outcomes, whether it's a negative emotional experience, perhaps you hurt someone else, perhaps you make a mistake, we're going to fuck up. It's how we respond to our fuck ups that matters. And so to face the fear of getting it wrong requires lightening up on yourself. Often what we're most afraid of if we mess up is how much we're going to beat ourselves up. So sure, it might feel scary to lose our standing in the group in whatever way that looks, but really we're afraid of the damage that we're going to do to ourselves. And so the first invitation here is as you start to connect to what you want and to answer the simple question, what is it that you want? You've got to have a commitment to lightening up and being kinder to yourself when things don't go as you hope. And you can practice doing that every day, even before you make a mistake, simply by deliberately speaking to yourself with kindness. This almost sounds like a trope. I mean, how often do we hear about self-love and self-compassion and self-kindness? But if you did nothing else other than take away that lightening up on yourself and talking to you as you would a good friend, if you took nothing else away from this entire podcast, every episode I've ever made, I would hope that it would be that because so much can shift for you when you start to treat yourself like you are worthy of kindness and you start to speak to yourself in a kind way. So that's required to getting connected to what we want. The second part here that comes up so often for nice guys is, well, if I name what I want, then I'm selfish. I spoke to a man recently about coaching and he was afraid that if he 
made all the changes that he wanted to make and grew in all the ways that he wanted to grow, that he would leave behind people in his life. And so instead of opting for growth and change and positive shifts for himself, he didn't take any action so that he would prevent the possibility of outgrowing others. That is actually selfish. Selfish is one of these words that is a big trigger for nice guys. They try to do everything they can, over-giving, over-caretaking, over-delivering, so as to not be selfish. But what they're forgetting is that as we expand and grow and become more authentic, more true versions of ourselves, there is positive ripple effects everywhere, even if it changes some of the relationships that you're in, even if it feels terrifying for some of the relationships that you're in. The whole world is better off when you are more satisfied in your whole life. I believe that so, so deeply. If for one moment you could put aside the belief that knowing what you wanted was selfish, just put it aside, just on a shelf for one moment, how would you answer the question, what do I want? If I could grab a nice guy by the shoulders and shake him around this idea of selfishness, I would yell at him and say, your happiness matters. Your wholeness matters. Your life and your experience of your life matters. And keeping yourself in a constricted, negative experience of your life does not benefit the world. And actually, in fact, is truly selfish. Because when we are keeping ourselves small, we are living with the belief that we're not safe unless we are in these patterns. And that's not true. And if you're listening to this right now, there is a part of you deep down that already knows that's not true. There's a part of you that wants to expand and is connected to your truth and sees a bigger, bolder, more courageous, more sovereign experience of this life for you. And you know that because you wouldn't be here if you didn't. What's actually selfish is to keep yourself small to protect yourself. What's actually selfish is to keep yourself in relationships, jobs, dynamics, that you know are not a good fit for you because you don't have the courage to make a change. That is selfish. That's only looking out for you. When we take a single courageous step, we are not the only one who benefits. Courage is contagious. The world around you shifts when you make a bold move. So if you're scared that tapping into what you want is a risk, you're right. It's a risk to yourself as you know you right now. Connecting to what you want does risk our current self. And it allows us to get a sneak peek of a future self who is more true and more authentic. And that's why connecting to our wants is vitally important. 
often when I talk to nice guys, what they really truly want is to be able to answer the questions, what do I want? What is right for me? What does my gut say? Who am I truly? And then to follow through on the answers that come up, to have the clarity about themselves and their lives and the courage to take action in that direction. Keeping yourself disconnected from what you want keeps you at arm's length from this level of sovereignty. One thing that I notice in nice guys is a lot of analysis paralysis. Staying stuck because making any type of change could risk the things that they're mistaking for safety. And those things might be a partnership, that might be a career, that might be a specific job title, that might be a car. But nice guys outsource their sense of safety to other things. They believe that their emotional safety comes from other people. And that creates low-grade misery. Why? Because we can't control others. And it's a precarious position to be in to hand over our sense of safety to someone else. It keeps us drip feeding this agreeability, this niceness in exchange for that safety. And the reason I say we is because I've experienced nice guy syndrome. It still comes up for me. That's why I give such a shit about helping other people overcome it. So we've got a one lighten up on yourself around doing the wrong thing. So if you do the wrong thing, so fucking what? So what? If you can commit to being kind to yourself, when that happens, you open up a treasure chest of courage that you didn't even know was living inside of you. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't even know what I want. Well, perfect. Now's the time to figure it out. And we can start by simply making small decisions throughout the day. I literally mean at the coffee shop saying, do I want a cold brew or do I want an Americano? Starting there. And just like if you were going to the gym for the first time ever, you would walk in there and say, where do I even start? And you would start small with a workout with a few weights. This is how we approach connecting to our wants. Small decisions throughout the day to gain clarity on what it feels like to want. So start first thing in the morning tomorrow. And just as you move through the day, what do I want for lunch? See what comes up. What do I want to do right now? Moving through the day, slowing down a bit, so that you can actually hear the answers to what do I want right now is how we start. If it feels daunting as hell to answer the question, what do I want? That's okay. It doesn't mean you're never going to get there. It doesn't mean that you're unable to connect to courage. It means nothing. We are simply starting small. So I want to invite you to move through the day asking yourself, Do I want this or do I want that? What do I want right now? And if sometimes you're blank, sometimes you're blank. And if sometimes an answer comes up, move in that direction. 
And sometimes if an answer comes up and then it's shrouded in fear, simply notice that and consider how has this fear kept me stuck? What decision do I actually want to make? You know, nice guy syndrome can seem like this scary monster that looms over our heads when actually meaningful change happens minute by minute, day by day. And these patterns are likely rooted deep and have been in play possibly for your entire life. And so to make shifts, let's start small. Connecting to what you truly want makes men more attractive. It makes men more trustworthy and it makes men more connected to who they truly are and therefore is a big ass confidence boost. The man who really doesn't know what he wants is a man who's disconnected from himself. And that is a place where we feel unfulfilled, anxious, and possibly even despair. I am rooting for you to get to know what you truly fucking want. And I'm so here to listen to your answers to the question, what do you want? When answers start to appear for you, if you would like to share them with me, please do. If you start to notice some new wants bubbling up, even if they feel totally foreign or like things that you've never done before and you'd like to share them with me, please do. You can send me a DM. It's the easiest way to connect with me. DM me on Instagram at Kath Brooks, K-A-T-H-B-R-O-O-K-S. And if you are really ready to step into who you truly are and to own the sovereignty that already exists within you and to tap open that treasure chest of courage, we should talk. I have a few spots open in my one-to-one coaching program. It is a deep dive into you. In six months, we make a radical whole life upgrade and the men who go through my program come out feeling more at peace, more connected to who they truly are, and with a life that's aligned with their authentic self. I am madly passionate about this work, and I would love to speak to you if you are interested in having that kind of transformation this year. You can book a discovery call with me. It's totally free. It's one hour, completely confidential. The link is in the show notes, and that is the first step to exploring working with me. I would love to speak to you. So happy to be here together. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being interested, even in what life could be like on the other side of nice guy syndrome. I'm rooting for you so hard. You've got this.